Here's your host, Alex Garrett. Hey everyone, and welcome back in to Alex Garrett Podcasting. A lot of stuff's been going on, hasn't it? And um, I'm going to make my own recommendations today because, as you know, Monday was July 26th, the 30th, 31st anniversary of the ADA. But speaking of recommendations, remember I played you <laughs> Dr. Anthony Fauci telling us the vaccine was 88% effective against the Delta variant. Well, what's changed? That is my first question today. What has changed since those quote since that audio uh, since I got that audio what has changed how is it vaccinated Americans need to mask up now I don't understand this recommendation one bit but here's the best part recommendations don't always have to be picked up by the, by the state so I pray in my heart of hearts, that this state does not pick up the recommendation. We are tired of the masks. We are tired of seeing people being, uh, you know, the whole uh, vaccination thing being political. You should get your vaccine. You should get your vaccine. However, however, actually tell vaccinated Americans to mask. Just weeks after telling us, Dr. Fauci, that we are 88% effectively immune to this variant, I don't get any of it one bit. I hope New York State doesn't pick up the recommendations. And I hope that we can continue to live life here in New York City. Uh, Breaking news, Patrick Mahomes' rookie card sold for $4.3 million. Remember, he won the Super Bowl, I think, in his rookie year. Or actually, his second year. But kudos to Mahomes. I digress. If the vaccination needs to be masked up after, I don't understand all of this then. I don't understand the guidance, the recommendations by the CDC one bit. But we can't complain. We have to just let it play out and see what happens. But New York State, do not pick up these recommendations. Please do not. Please do not. If you want to mandate federal employees and city employees to get it, that's fine. I have told you on this podcast time and time again, when we were kids, we had to get vaccinated to get to school. Remember, those were required. I also don't understand how Trump supporters could support the president, but not the vaccine that they give him credit for rolling out. I don't understand how Trump supporters could say, don't mandate something that you were supportive of because you were always about the 90% effectiveness of the vaccine. Look how quick Operation Warp Speed rolled out. Look how quick Trump did this. Trump did this and the other. You gave him a lot of credit for the vaccine. And we know if he mandated it, you would have taken it. But the idea that you're skeptical of a vaccine that was rolled out 
by the president you heavily supported to the point of election fraud uh, beliefs. This doesn't make sense to me why you're now skeptical of it months later. If you support the president, if you supported President Trump's Operation Warp Speed, we all should have, by the way. But then say the vaccine that he helped roll out pretty quickly, most fastest time a vaccine's been created, then you're the problem. You are the issue here. Because you cannot flip-flop. You cannot say, well, Biden's in office. Why are they mandating it? Uh, it was the Trump vaccine, the Trump scene that they are mandating. Your president's vaccine. And I've been waiting a long time to say that, so I'm glad I got that off my chest. But I've got recommendations of my own, because as you know, as you know, this past Monday was the Americans with Disabilities Act. Or maybe you didn't know that. But it was the anniversary of it, 31 years later. Here we are. And um, my... My recommendation are twofold. It's twofold here. Uh, point number one. You gotta check out With Media. I have Howard Renensland, the actual creator of With Media, lined up to air in the next couple days. You'll have to you'll you'll love hearing from him. He's the creator of With Media, which is a media company created by and for those with disabilities. And they are advancing what the ADA means. Just because the ADA was this uh, past Monday, just because we passed it, doesn't mean fighting for the rights of the disabled ends on July 26th. And you have to remember that too. So with media, you'll find out more about it with Howard Rensland. But I happened to go to the Met game on Friday night. And... I ran into some familiar faces from the Viscardi family. We had a very special lady at Viscardi, Colleen Clark. She literally lit up the room wherever she went. She was vibrant. She was talkative. She was always excited to do the next thing and and just very, very special. Uh, She had MD. And unfortunately, life took her too quickly. Too quickly. And her mom, Mary Clark, actually noticed my friend and I, both of us from Muscardi, at the game the other day. Came over, talked to us, and then uh, she... She said, there's a foundation in Colleen's honor. And I thought, this is so interesting. Colleen Clark, bucket list wishes. 501c3 foundation for local young adults over 18 with a life-limiting physical disability for the threatening diagnosis. And uh, they need limo recommendations, reliability a must, and a charitable rate appreciated for someone to have their dreams come true. 
But they took the life and spirit of Colleen Clark and said, you know, Colleen's wishes were fulfilled for 20 plus years. But unfortunately, they couldn't fulfill any of her wishes after 22. Because she had passed on. So in her honor, they want to actually grant wishes to those who are older. Look, it is nice when Make-A-Wish does the whole thing for a kid with disabilities or a kid with special needs under 18. But, but Mary Clark and the Colleen Clark Bucket List Foundation makes a very good point. What about people over 20, over 18 that still can't get out of their house, that still can't get truly acclimated into the adult life because of their disability? The ADA is designed to help those over 18 plus. I am convinced. But we, because we see a lot of adults with disabilities actually file lawsuits. But this is a different turn. This is an inspirational turn. This says you might be over 18. You might be out of the uh, Make-A-Wish Foundation's age range. But for us, we're going to continue making your life a dream come true. Because that's what you deserve. So I say on this podcast, let's normalize people over 18 with disabilities dreams to come true. Let's normalize that, yes, they have goals. They're not just that little kid uh, in the power chair or that little kid who, with a smile, you know, does whatever. Let's say they're older now. They want their place in the world. And they still need that assistance beyond accessory, beyond. They need emotional assistance, too. And this is what the Colleen Clark Bucket List Foundation, I believe, accomplishes so check them out on instagram ccbl wishes at ccbl wishes and i love this cause because we need to normalize that dis- adults with disabilities need to live lives too adults with disabilities 99% of them aren't in some home or institution they're out and about. They're among you. They're living independently. Well, I shouldn't say 99%. But I'd like to guess 99%. I would say a good number of people with disabilities are among you today living. They aren't some group in society that needs to be institutionalized. There aren't some group that needs to be home, put in a home. They deserve to live. They deserve that dignity of life. And I'm, it's so cool that in Colleen's honor, Mary Clark and the family of Colleen Clark are providing that outlet. So I was going to talk about this on Monday, actually. That we have to normalize a lot of things that that maybe still are stigma. I've said it before, smashing stigma. We still have to do it. 31 years later, we still have to break into media, as Howard Renslin and Sam Tavares have told me. We still have to break 
stigma and get out there and not be afraid to travel, not be afraid to do things, not be afraid to step outside. And do you know, I think this pandemic highlighted how normalized the disabled community needs to be, needs to, needs to be, or how normalized living in the world with disability needs to be. Because you had a whole group that was shut in because they were worried at a high risk they would get something. Terribly worried about that. And now, the pandemic's sort of easing up. Now we got the Delta variant, but the main point is, I would say one of the most social groups is the disabled community. And they could only meet via Zoom. They couldn't really get together last year. It was very tough. It was very unnerving. But now, though, now they are ready to take this world by storm again and smash stigmas on the go. Like Garrett on the go. Smashing stigmas on the go with Garrett on the go. I'll play around that a little bit. But if you just think of it, that there needs to be a normalization process. Normalizing disabled dating. Normalizing having better curb cuts in the city. Normalizing the idea that we are not shut-ins. That is my main point. That we are not shut-ins. We are people who have dreams and goals and aspirations. And I know I'm talking to the choir because my group, you know, a lot of people listen to this podcast. And thank you for continuing to listen. By the way, we are gaining steam every day. I feel it. I am inspired to crack open the mic because I know you guys are listening. And because I love cracking open the mic. This is cathartic for me. But, But you guys are there. And I love that. Thank you. But don't be afraid to normalize people with disabilities. Don't be afraid to say, yes, there are 18 plus people with disabilities that have have not had their dreams met yet. Let's fulfill those dreams. And there are real goals that if ADA truly was implemented everywhere, people with disabilities could reach. So, again, I don't want the ADA to be weaponized. I never believe that having a disability means you have to be entitled about it and feel that, woe is me every time something is wrong. Maybe the business didn't understand it. Or didn't think, I don't know. But don't always weaponize the ADA either. And I said that last year. I know I said that two years ago, three years, but it's true every year. Don't weaponize it. But at the same time, I think the city could do more than have a great gala at Gracie Mansion for people with disabilities. I think they could do way more. I love Victor Calise. I love what they are doing there at the Office for People with Disabilities. They have people hired. I get emails all the time. You should check them out. They're a great resource. That's another recommendation. 
Do not be afraid to go to the Office of People with Disabilities in New York City. They will help you. They have job training. They have resume fixing. Go for it. And most importantly, go for it in general. Normalize yourself. Visualize yourself in this world as a person with disabilities that you can do it. If you're afraid, you can't do it. If you're afraid, you can't adapt. Visualize, normalize that you can. And you will. And you will reach those dreams. You will reach those goals. You will reach new heights that you never thought you could. And that will be the ultimate goal and the ultimate victory of the ADA. When the ADA inspires those with people with disabilities themselves to look in the mirror and say, I can do this today. Look in the mirror and say, I got this today. Look in the mirror and say, you know what? I'm going to normalize myself. We can say, disability rights are being normalized. We can say, we have to smash stigmas. But as I'm talking, I'm thinking about this. You yourself have to be the first normalization. If you're afraid, if you're nervous, if you're not ready, because even even if you became disabled just in the last week, just in the last week, you still got a life ahead of you. I think of my friends on TikTok that have been dealt with having to adapt with amputations, with limb disfigurement, whatever. And they're doing it. And they're on there to inspire others. And so through this podcast, I'm always wanting to inspire you. And today I say, normalize yourself. Normalize your dreams. Well, normalize the idea that you can have the dreams. Normalize the idea that you can reach those goals. Normalize the idea that maybe shit hit the fan for you. But just blow it. You know, let it roll off your back and roll on or walk around or skate on. I don't know. But every day, get up, say, I can do this. You might be afraid. You might be nervous. You might be whatever. But I also say God has a plan for us every day around the literal corner. And that is exciting too. To know that God has a plan for us every day. And even if you may not believe in Him or whatever, it's okay to know that He has a plan for you too. But, He won't. He will do it. But He will see that you're doing it for yourself. So normalize yourself first. There's a difference between self-love and normalizing yourself. Self-love is, yeah, I know I can take care of myself. I can love on myself. But there are people who don't even think they deserve... There are people who don't even really, I think, love themselves. And because that's because they haven't normalized themselves yet. So normalize your existence in the world. Normalize it. Make your place in it. Fight for it. And then you'll have that love of yourself. Once you normalize yourself and visualize yourself in the world with a, as a person with disabilities, you can do it. Over and over again, daily, every day, you can do it.
You are loved. But I want you to see the love in yourself first. And that's by normalizing yourself. Look, am I always up and up and up? Yeah, most days, but sometimes I'm not. That's not even because of his ability, but that's a different story. It's because... In the heat of things, I think even I forget to normalize myself. That... I can speak up, that I have the right to be involved. And I have to normalize myself sometimes. Being in the world. It's so natural to be in the world, but... When you feel the rocky times, it's sort of like, well, I got to pick up and keep going through this. And so am I going through it or am I actually mowing through it? Meaning like, am I, am I, am I killing it? And I just don't know it. Are we killing it? We just don't know it. And then I'm reminded that I have a huge family and, and support and friends and support that that help me kill it daily. Doctors and nurses too. But that's because I, for the most part, normalize that I believe I belong in the world. I may not seem it sometimes, I may not think it sometimes, but at the end of the day, I know I belong here. And I want you to know you belong here too. And we all say, can we fast forward a few years? No, no, no. Let's live this life's process out right now. We are going through an incredible time. We have just been through a pandemic. Well, we're getting through a pandemic, I should say. But we have just been through one of the most trying times in history. In our history, anyway. So to persevere through that, to be at fireworks night on Friday night, to be at anything a year later is important. It's worth noting. It's worth talking about, podcasting about. And it's where we say, let's let the process go. Let's enjoy this time. Let's not fast forward. Let's enjoy what we're seeing as a rebound in America, a rebirth in America. And for the disabled community, that rebirth is ever more important when you think that that community had to stay in and not get infected by this virus, not get sickened by this virus, not get killed by this virus too, by the way. It's why I said back in February, uh, hey, you know, it was about time well, in December even, it was about time that people with disabilities get the vaccine, that people with high risks, I don't understand how they weren't on the top of the list, to be very frank. But there they are. And there are still communities that distrust it. I don't necessarily agree with Biden that they're not the smartest people. I can't believe he said that. In as many words. But it's because they don't have the facts. It's because they're being told they have to do it. I'd rather us be told the messaging of the vaccine than be told, oh, you're stupid if you don't get it. Well, maybe they're smart not to get it if they don't know it. 
We always talk about be informed of the voting polls, right? We always talk about be informed when you vote. Why can't we be informed with the vaccine? Why is that a problem? Why does that have to be rushed? Mandated, I don't have a problem with. But why does it have to be... I'm actually posting this on my Twitter and Facebook now. Why do we have to be? It doesn't make sense. Why would we push around and told we don't, uh, called stupid basically, if we don't know enough about the vaccine? I, I don't get it. And furthermore, to put a cap on all this, I'm going to give you a stat right now. How many people in America with disabilities have been vaccinated? Let's see. There's got to be a stat here. There's got to be a stat here. Because... Um, I, I want to know. Because I don't know how, how much they are. I mean, back in June of, just June, last month, people with disabilities and among those, um, but in many cases they are not being prioritized in vaccine rollouts. That's got to change. It's not because people with disabilities don't have the information and they're stupid. It's because they're not getting the access to it. It's not because people with disabilities don't know anything and aren't getting the vaccine because they don't know anything. It's because they're not being told how to do it. So let's inform people with disabilities a little more. Let's assure them that the vaccine will not kill them. Let's give them the messaging. The, the, let's give them the message. Let's give them the information. And not push anybody around. Because pushing people around will actually cause them not to get the vaccine. And if the whole idea is to get us 100% vaccinated, don't push people around. I'm fully vaxxed, yes. But I am not going to be letting others be pushed around into getting it if they don't know it enough about it. Well, Jewish won't be informed. Is it though? If you're so willing to push us to get it, you should inform us as well. 1,000%. So I think the vaccine right is is a right for the disabled. They have a right to get it. They have the right to be prioritized. And they have a right to be informed about it, right? That's the hot topic here. It's the information for me. And if we're not seeing the prioritization of the disabled community, that's got to change. Tomorrow. Today. Now. The as I'm talking to you, even. 
So go ahead. Get the vaccine if you're ready for it. Become informed. Ask for the information. Don't let them push you around. And live out your dreams as an American with disability that is over 18. Because July 26th doesn't end disability pride, as they say. It should only light it up for the rest, for the other 364 days of the year. Have a great day. You'll hear from Howard Rennensland of the uh, president and founder of With Media tomorrow. And then we'll talk to you soon. Take care.